0: The following story is called Anita, Who Knew Everyone. It's written by Branka Cibrillo and read by Ian Wilson and Althea Kuzmin. The woman bit her thumbnail, spitting off and on, wrapped in thought and staring into nothing. Her eyes seemed colourless. Then all of a sudden she lifted her eyebrow and said, Anita
1: Ruhr. Yes, Anita Ruhr. As far as I know, she is still alive. She must be over 90.
0: I thanked the woman. She shrugged her shoulders and wished me luck. And when I was on the staircase, she shouted after me.
1: I must call your attention to one thing. Anita Rur was always capricious and extravagant. If you do talk to her, how should I put it? Don't take everything for granted. Good luck.
0: She shut the door, and I went in search of Anita Ruhr. When I knocked on her door, there was a long silence. I knocked once again, and then once more. And I was just about to give up when I heard footsteps. She asked.
1: Who is it?
0: And I replied, Vito del Bianco. And then she said,
1: Just a moment Tito Belango. I'm opening.
0: The door opened and I found myself face to face with a mummy. She wore a long dress, down to the floor, of red silk and a bright red turban on her head. Her face was tinged in tones of red, and her cheekbones were so outstanding that she looked like a puppet in a Chinese theater. Her eyes were so deep set in her eye sockets that I could not see what color they were, if they had any at all. Her mouth was also smeared with bright red lipstick, and such was the color of her excessively long nails their length making them look like red swords. She smelled of stale air, and that odour spread throughout the hallway. Her nose was large and wrinkled. Her teeth were big, disconnected and loose. She twisted her already crooked mouth, spread her arms and said,
1: You haven't been here for quite some time, Tito Devango. Come in, we shall play bridge.
0: The flat was in a terrible mess. And there was a stench of cat excrement and urine from the chamber pot. I repeated, My name is Vito del Bianco. I'm a writer. I'd like to ask you a few questions about the people you used to know. She closed her watery eyes, tipped her head to one side, clasped her hands on her bosom as if she was about to start praying.
1: I knew everybody.
0: Fine, Mrs. Anita. Tell me, can you remember Beatrice Sabo? Or Goldberg. She got married to David Goldberg. Do you remember him? She gazed somewhere, making no sound. Only her lips moved in some kind of a silent prayer. Then she broke the silence.
1: You know, I knew Krishna Krishnamurti.
0: And then she started to nod her head. That's nice, I said. But did you know David Goldberg?
1: I met Elvis Presley, and you know what he said to me? He said, Anita, Anita, you little rascal.
0: When I mentioned the name, Michaela Lebovitz, she looked at me.
1: Michaela Lebovitz was a communist. I did not like communists. On the contrary, I hated them from the bottom of my heart. I said to Sandro Pertini that I liked Benito and that communists bring evil and misery.
0: That means you remember Michaela Lebovitz?
1: She ran away before the war. They were communists or Jews. By all means, this was no place for them.
0: And do you know where Michaela Lebovitz went?
1: They all went to hell. This wasn't the place for them.
0: Well, Well, do you remember David Goldberg and his wife?
1: I remember that, bitch. I forgot David Goldberg from the very day he married her.
0: After all, it did appear that she remembered all those people. And so I continued questioning her. Do you remember where the Goldbergs went before the war?
1: Ugh, where did they go? To hell, all of them. And that Goldberg wanted me. In my youth, the best men wanted me. All blue-blooded, pure Aryans. I didn't want that Goldberg. At that time, let it be understood, my father was Mr. Ruhr, the famous psychiatrist. I used to know Carl Schroning, and many more. Why would I need a Goldberg? What imposing personalities my father knew? We were supposed to meet the Fjord. Why are you asking me about Goldberg?
0: I beg your pardon, but I thought you might know something about Beatrice, Goldberg's wife. But it is obvious that I was mistaken.
1: You are not mistaken. I knew all of them. Beatrice chased after Goldberg until he yielded and married her. He wanted me. But what would I do with Goldberg? (laughs) Don't make me laugh. My father was the famous psychiatrist Ruhr. We come from an old Austrian family. And that, what do you call it? Goldberg's wife? She couldn't hold a candle to me.
0: I saw that I was on the wrong track. So I said, I will now bid you farewell, Mrs. Ruhr.
1: I never married. I'm not a missus. I did not want to marry. There wasn't a man worthy to be a match for me. (laughs) Let alone a Goldberg. Forget it.
0: Then she went silent, picking the tip of a peeling nose with her long nails, and finally asked in a trembling voice,
1: Why do you ask me about the Goldbergs today?
0: Actually, they are in Australia. I don't know. I thought that you might be able to give me their address.
1: I have all the addresses. I have his too. Now I'll find it for you.
0: And she went off into the next room. She took a long time... When she returned, she handed me a slip of paper with the address David Goldberg and Bella Avenue 1, Sydney, Australia I stared at the piece of paper in disbelief Then I looked into her eyes and, without changing her expression, she said
1: Come another time, we'll have coffee I have some guests right now
0: She saw me to the door and I asked her once more Do you remember Beatrice Sabo? She answered
1: she was haughty, but not as haughty as I was. I was always better than she was. Oh yes, now I remember. She is no longer Goldberg's wife. She ended up in a nut house.
0: I departed with the piece of paper on which she'd scribbled the address. I couldn't come to any conclusions except that she was senile and a bit wacky. You have been listening to an excerpt from the novel... Fumé, The Lost River, written by Branca Cibrillo, and published by Speaking Volumes. It's available now through Amazon Books. The story was read by Ian Wilson and Althea Kuzman, who also performed the piano pieces Nossian 1 and 3 by Eric Satie. To find out more about Branca's work, please visit Author.com. That's B-R-A-N-K-A-C-U-B-R-I-L-O.